Hello everybody, this is the New Generation Sports Report. Welcome back. I am your host, Tanner Mondock, and I am joined as always by the Herald Sports Editor, Ed Farrell. Ed, how are you doing? I'm good. How about you, Tanner? How are you holding up? Doing pretty good. It's been a pretty busy week so far, but uh, but I'm good. I'm, you know, I'm happy to be sitting here talking to you, doing the Sports Report podcast. Um, we got a lot to talk about um, this week, you know, football regular season winding down. Uh, we have some Galt States stuff to talk about. We got some cross country to talk about. So we got a good episode ahead here. So let's run the ads and then we'll get right onto it. Ben Bizet Chevrolet is Mercer County's truck headquarters. Quality new Chevrolets and outstanding pre-owned vehicles, plus an excellent service department to stand behind your vehicle purchase located on Route 19, just south of Mercer. Stop in or call Ben Bizet Chevrolet today at 724-662-5440. At Sharon Regional Medical Center, they believe in the power of people to create great care. Their dedicated employees work hard every day to make Sharon Regional Medical Center a place of healing, caring, and connection for patients and families in the community we call home. For more information, go to SharonRegionalMedical.org. First National Bank provides a full range of commercial banking, consumer banking, and wealth management services, plus industry-leading online and mobile banking solutions. Call your local FNB or go online at fnb-online.com. At Chenango Valley Meat and Poultry, you will find an excellent selection of steaks, burgers, chicken wings, and everything that goes along with it. Voted Best of the Best in 2021 by Harold Readers. Stop in at 1215 East State Street in Sharon or call 724-346-6328 today. Located in Mercer County, UPMC Horizon offers a range of services and medical specialties at two campuses in Farrell and Greenville. Together with UPMC Jamison in Lawrence County, UPMC Horizon provides a regionalized approach to healthcare. If you need care, go to UPMC Horizon or UPMC.com. So Ed, let's start off with uh, with football here. So what do we got going on? I exchanged emails with District 10 Chairman Pete Iacino earlier this weekend. Essentially, uh, this weekend's games will serve as the regular season finale for a lot of teams. And on Sunday, the District 10 Football Committee will meet to put together the uh, brackets for the, the postseason tournament. So, you know, uh, uh, again, we have a lot of teams – an unusual amount of our teams from Mercer County are heading north. I thought I thought that was kind of unique. But anyway, a lot of teams will play their ninth regular season game and kind of wrap it up from that standpoint and then get ready for the playoffs. But uh, this is the time of year everyone looks forward to because the games become more meaningful. And uh, uh, as you alluded to before we went to break, you know, a couple fall sports, golf and cross country, are already in their postseason. Mm-hmm. So uh, it only makes sense that football is going to follow suit and get, get after it here pretty soon. Right. Got a lot of games, as I said, a lot of a lot of Mercer County teams heading north. Grove City six and two at Mercyhurst Prep three and three. Greenville five and three at Harbor Crook three and five. Sharon five and three at Northeast two and five. Hickory five and three at Windless Quarry. Lakeview one and six at General McLean four and three. And uh, Slippy Rock five and one at Girard zero and six. Those are all all games, like I said, taking place uh, in Erie County. Wow. A couple other games on the schedule locally: Sharpsville five and three at Reynolds four and three, Kennedy Catholic one and six at Farrell five and zero, oh, and Wilmington five and two at Mercer three and four. Hmm. Of note for your listeners, uh, as we mentioned several times in the podcast, 
Ohio is like one week ahead of Pennsylvania, if you would, schedule-wise. So uh, Ohio schools are getting ready for the 10th week of their regular season, the last week of their regular season. So Brookfield at 5-3 and three is a champion 2-7. and seven. So hmm. similar to uh, Pennsylvania, you know, uh, Ohio's going to wrap up the regular season, get ready for their postseason tournament. And Brookfield looks like it's going to be in the postseason, uh, barring an upset by two and seven champions. So that's uh, that's my alma mater. That's where I went to Ch- high school. Yeah, champion. okay. So yeah. yeah, maybe they'll pull it out. Maybe they'll pull out a win over Brookfield. That, w- that would be a good win for champion <laughs> because Brookfield, like I said, is only five and three, but Brookfield's lost to three really good teams. Right. Uh, Garrettsville, Garfield, which I happened to see last week, LeBray, and um, Springfield local. So uh, computer rankings-wise, that helps Brookfield. Even though there were losses, those those are heavyweights. So. Right, yeah. But, well, yeah, maybe the Golden Flashes will pull off uh, <laughs> an upset for you. Yeah. Uh, Brookfield's definitely a very talented team, but, of course, I'm biased to sure. my high school alma mater there. Um, so I guess heading into the playoffs, which, you know, we were talking before we started recording here, I didn't realize, yeah, playoffs right around the corner. Yeah. That's uh, really snuck up on us fast here. Yeah. Um, so I guess looking at this schedule, you know, who is you know really relying on these final games you know like does anyone like are do these final games mean a lot to some of these teams or yeah i mean there there are some bubble teams uh, to answer your question i think no one wants to back into the playoffs you know lose mm-hmm. and then and get in so to, to answer your question i think there are a lot of clubs that you know if you're sitting on five wins i would think you're in pretty good shape obviously you want to win and get a sixth win going into the playoffs uh, and again, looking at our looking at our one loss records here, I think most most of the schools who are in contention for playoffs have at least five wins, except for Grove City, which has six. So, hmm. I would think most of the schools from Mercer County who are going to be eligible for the playoffs are in pretty good shape. I think I think if they win this coming weekend, that would give them some assurance mm-hmm. of getting in the playoffs. Now, of course, we're speaking at three o'clock on Wednesday, so. You know, and anything could happen between now and Friday night. You know, there could be a COVID casu- uh, casualty or something. You know, right. we obviously we don't want to see that happen. But to answer your question, I think most of the schools from Mercer County who are alive for the playoffs are in pretty good shape. But mm-hmm. obviously, an, another win this weekend would help. Yeah, because you don't want to go in on a fresh loss. You know, you want to carry no. the momentum into the playoffs. No, and you you don't want to be. And I mean this respectfully. You know, it's the same at say at the college level. You don't want to have a committee decide your fate, you know, mm-hmm. and that you, you want to have your, your body of work such that there's no disputing the fact that you deserve to be in the playoffs. Now, right. whether or not you get a home game or not, that might that might be yeah. up to the committee. But mm-hmm. again, if, if you're sitting on six wins in nine games, you should be in pretty good shape. Okay. And I know last year is a little bit different with the playoffs and like yeah. the pandemic and everything. Have they talked at all how they're going to manage like where they're going to yeah. play these games? I think I think unlike last year when Wilmington basically played yeah. at home. Yeah, I was like, at Greyhound Stadium uh, a lot. Oh, uh, it was yeah. a t- tremendous advantage. Yeah, but Wilmington basically rode uh, you know Greyhound Stadium right into the you know PIAA championship game. Mm-hmm. I believe neutral sites will be set this year. Okay, uh, I mm-hmm. can't swear that it's going to be. Um, where those will, games will be, whether it's Slippery Rock University or Clarion University or Edinburgh University, but um, I believe neutral sites will be the norm this year. Okay, yeah, because remember there was that was a lot of like that was a point of contention last yeah. year because there were some playoff games, big yeah. playoff games being played on like grass fields. You know yeah. that hasn't yeah. really happened a lot. Yeah, remember that? Um, remember that that after <laughs> or that evening up at Albion? 
last oh, year when man. Farrell was supposed to play Northwestern. Yeah. And we ran into a thunderstorm, and then yep. I went back the next day, and the temperature had dropped like 20-some degrees. Yeah. And the wind was coming off Lake Erie. But that's that's yeah. that's for another podcast. Yeah. And that was a grass field, and I remember yeah. they let me on the field to get some weather-like photos, you know, to run something. Hey, this game's canceled. And, I mean, that field was just yeah. – it, it was a mess. In theory, <laughs> the District 10 committee wants all games, all postseason games, to be played on turf. So right. that's that's the plan anyway, anyway to answer your question. Hmm. And I misspoke a moment ago. Mm-hmm. It's no longer Edinburgh and Clarion in California. It's now Penn West. Those three schools now have merged. So that's right. They yeah. are now basically uh, Penn West. Yeah. But anyway, that's, huh. that's that's for another podcast also. Right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, always an exciting time heading into the playoffs. So um, we uh, we talked about a little bit. um what, a week or two ago, about the Hickory Girls Golf. You know, they were heading over to the States, so I know some of that uh, happened this week. So uh, what they, happened? They played in the individual state championships mm-hmm. in York. Uh, Heritage Hills is the course, and uh, Hickory's Sasha Petrochko finished fourth, and uh, Mackenzie Gus is tied for sixth. So, you know, they did very, very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe Coach Craig Antush was very, very encouraged by how well his girls competed there because they're going back to York this coming Monday, for the state championships, Greensburg Central Catholic is regarded as like the perennial power uh, in PIAA, at least in class two for girls. So uh, I think Coach Antosh came away from the individual championships very con- encouraged insofar as how Hickory will compete in the team championships this coming Monday. Hmm. But okay. another another benchmark for the Hickory girls program with uh, two two girls to finish in the top six at state. Right. Yeah. No. That's that's very uh, very impressive for sure. And so, what you said, team is on Monday, right? Te- team championships will be okay. this coming Monday. This past Monday was were the individual okay. championships. Ava Liberty and Luciana Masters all co- also competed for Hickory. Mm. And like I said, they're they're gearing up now for the the state championships on the twenty fifth. Hmm. All right. And so, yeah, that'll be on Monday next week. So you can definitely expect some uh, results or what transpired there for uh, on next week's episode. Um, so, yeah, I know we are also going to be talking about some cross-country here. Yeah. So what's going on in the world yeah, of cross-country? The, the, the postseason for Mercer County's cross-country contingent begins this coming Saturday. Hickory is going to host the Region 1-2 championships. So that Regions 1 and 2 in the sport of cross-country encompasses all of Mercer County schools. So that'll be interesting. It's 9 o'clock for the girls, 9.45 for the boys. Varsity races on Saturday morning on the Delahunty Middle School campus at, mm. at Hermitage. So... That's 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 their part of the journey. They go from the region races to the District 10 championships the following weekend. And, of course, District 10 championships serve as the qualifier for the PIAA championships in cross country. So as, as, I'm, as we mentioned a moment ago, you know, golf and cross country are already in their postseason. So it's an exciting time of the year. Once you get to about the third week or the fourth week in October, it's an exciting time of the year for high school sports in, in the PIAA. Absolutely. Yeah. And I love uh, shooting in those environments, too. Mm-hmm. Lots of fun. So before we wrap up this week on the sports report, anything else that you'd like to add? No, I, I'd like to public, publicly comment on the great job you've been doing. Your, your, your work has been just excellent. I know you're busy and you're pulled in several different directions, but uh, know that Rob and I, Rob Malson and I really appreciate your efforts and uh, looking forward to working with you in the postseason, too. Yes. Hey, well, thank you, Ed. I appreciate that. And hey, same to you. Okay. You guys are crazy busy, you know, during the sports season. So, yeah, same to you, and I appreciate that. So, thank you guys for listening this week on the Sports Report podcast. Um, You know, put this out every Thursday. 
Uh, be sure to check out the New Generation podcast as well that comes out every Saturday on you know every major streaming platform and our website as well. So thank you all for listening, and thank you again, Ed. Sure.